Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 150. That's right, 150 straight weeks of the Xbox and 10 podcast. Just want to give a quick shout out to everyone who supports the show every single week. I could not do this without you. I see all the downloads. It is very much appreciated, and I'd love if you help me grow the show by sharing it with your friends and leaving a review on your podcast platform of choice. But as is such, the Xbox and 10 podcast is your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Godfall Ultimate Edition and Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Games coming out this week include Back for Blood Tunnels of Terror, Road 96, Sally Face, and Battle Kid Fortress of Peril. Some new games for Xbox Game Pass were announced. You can now play on Cloud and Console Cricket 22 and MLB The Show 22. On Cloud Console and PC, you can play Chinatown Detective Agency. On Cloud, Dragon Age 2. On Cloud, Plans for Zombies. And on Cloud, Star Wars Squadrons. On April 12th, you can play Life is Strange True Colors on Cloud Console and PC. And on PC, you can play Panzer Corpse 2 and The Dungeon of Nabolok. On April 14th, you can play Lost and Random on Cloud Console and PC. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Halo Infinite Season 2 will add new maps, modes, and events next month. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Halo Infinite Season 2 will add new maps, modes, and events when it launches on May 3rd. Announced with a trailer on the game's official Twitter page, Season 2 is titled Lone Wolves and promises several new additions to the multiplayer portion of Halo Infinite. Quote, gear up for Season 2 of Halo Infinite. Experience fresh content including new maps, modes, themed limited time events, and an all-new battle pass that never expires, the post said, end quote. While the new trailer doesn't give away too much, developer 343 Industries has previously said that the new battle pass will allow players to earn credits to spend on the in-game shop items, cosmetics, and even the next battle pass. Season 2 is also expected to fix the lack of content that has the community, quote, simply out of patience, end quote, 343 Industries said last week. Community director Brian Gerard posted on Reddit, quote, We understand the community is simply out of patience and frankly, I think, understandably tired of words. We just need some time for the team to get the details sorted and then we can certainly share as much as we can, end quote. Got to hear them be as transparent with that. Now let's see if it yields results. I, for one, was obsessed with Halo Infinite multiplayer when it first came out and granted life got in the way, but I just haven't had that urge or drive to come back to it. The real thing that I would love to see, it's been rumored for years and years and years, is give me that Halo Battle Royale. Number 2. Max Payne 1 and 2 Remake in the works, Remedy confirms. Wesley Impool at Eurogamer writes, Remedy has announced plans to remake Max Payne 1 and 2 after agreeing a deal with original publisher Rockstar. The neo-noir action games known for their bullet-time gameplay return as a single title for PC, PS5, and Series X and S, and are built with Remedy's own Northlight game engine. According to Remedy, Rockstar is footing the bill for development. The studio behind Alan Wake and Control said the remake's development budget is, quote, in line with typical Remedy AAA production, end quote. Remedy will receive royalty payments after Rockstar has recouped its development, marketing, and other distribution and publishing costs. This is cool to see. I know there's a lot of Max Payne fans out there, but I have one never played the games. They always look cool with the bullet time and everything that that introduced for the game industry, so we'll see how these games look. I am concerned about Remedy, though, stretching far too thin because they have so many games under development. Hopefully they can continue to nail them, and I really need to get back there and play Control. Still can't believe I haven't done that. Number three, new Need for Speed game will be the current gen only. Report, Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, EA's next Need for Speed game will reportedly launch in November, but not for Xbox One or previous gen consoles. It's been claimed that the next entry in the Need for Speed series will be current gen only. 
The rumor comes from VentureBeat's Jeff Grubb, who recently sent on his Giant Bomb Grubb's deck show, thanks to VGC, that EA's delayed Need for Speed title will now launch later this year. Quote, Need for Speed is still coming this year. That's true. That game should be coming in November, and quote, Grubb said, quote, If you're a Need for Speed fan who has bought a next-gen console, here's some news. It's next-gen only. They are shifting to next-gen only, end quote. The next Need for Speed title, which is yet to be formally announced by EA, was delayed last year with developer Criterion Games being pulled off the game to work with DICE on Battlefield 2042. At that time, EA did tell Polygon that this new Need for Speed game would launch on current and previous generations of PlayStation and Xbox consoles. What if what Greb is saying now is true, and it appears EA's plans have shifted into a different gear. This is cool, I want to see more companies focusing on the next-gen hardware. I know that's easy to say as a privileged position who owns a PS5 and a Series X, but I want to see what these machines can do. I want to give the developers most of the tools that they've wanted for years, such as the SSD and more power, to truly see these games shine. Number 4, Ghost Recon sequel reportedly in development. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, A new Ghost Recon game is reportedly in development at Ubisoft. Sources told Kotaku that, quote, Codename Over, end quote, will be the series' latest and could be released in fiscal year 2023, meaning sometime next year. This is a separate project from Ghost Recon Frontline, a free-to-play battle royale that saw a delay within a week of being revealed last October. Kotaku also reported that development of Frontline is expectedly shaky as the project is undergoing a full reset with no launch date anytime soon. Mumblings of Ghost Recon Over came soon after Ubisoft announced it was ending content support for its previous game, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. The codename Project Over had also been previously spotted in a Geoforce Now leak last year. Having launched in October of 2019, Breakpoint wasn't wonderfully received, but had more than two years of continuous support from Ubisoft before its final piece of new content was released last November. I don't know how many more fans of Ghost Recon in the series there are now with years of disappointment, it seems. I haven't gotten into a Ghost Recon game since Advanced Warfighter, so I would love to see the series come back in that way, give me that remastered or remade for new-gen consoles. Number 5. THQ Nordic announces digital showcase for August. Tom West at True Achievements writes, THQ Nordic will host its second annual digital showcase on August 12th, with plans to reveal several brand new games, as well as to provide updates on a couple of titles from last year's showcase. With the announcement that E3's physical and digital events won't be making on appearance this year, we can expect to see showcase announcements begin to appear as we close in on the summer season. The first publisher to claim a spot in the vast emptiness E3 has left behind is THQ Nordic, which will be hosting its second annual digital showcase on August 12th. According to the publisher's announcement, we can expect to see, quote, several brand new games, end quote, which will expand THQ Nordic's portfolio into new genres. The games will range from, quote, intense, dark and gritty to light, colorful, and just plain fun, end quote will contain both licensed and original experiences. Alongside the announcements, the company will provide updates on a few of its previously announced titles, such as Outcast 2, A New Beginning, and Jagged Alliance 3. And Handy Games will once again make an appearance during the pre-show. The showcase will be streamed on August 12th at 3pm Eastern Time on THQ Nordic YouTube, Twitch, and Steam accounts. Tis the season of E3-like showcases being announced and set. THQ Nordic does not do much for me personally, but I love to watch all of these shows and see all the new announcements. Come on, Xbox. We're hearing rumors of a May or June showcase. Let's get that out into the ether. Let's see Starfield. It's about time. And number six, Return to Monkey Island is a new sequel coming from the original director. Joe Scrubbles at IGN writes, Return to Monkey Island is a sequel to the legendary point-and-click series coming in 2022 from original writer-director Ron Gilbert. Designed as a follow-up to the first two games, The Secret of Monkey Island and Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge, the new game is being published by developer Digital in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. It also brings back original co-writer Dave Grossman and LucasArts composers Michael Land, Michael McConnell, and Clint Bajikinen. Fellow co-creator Tim Schafer, who runs Microsoft's Double Fine, does not return. On Twitter, Gilbert said his terrible toy box development studio has been working on the game for two years in complete secrecy. 
had to include this in there as Twitter blew up when this game was announced. It doesn't do anything for me, but maybe it does something for one of you out there. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and leading off with the Halo Season 2 announcement, let's do a Halo fun fact. Credit to GameSpot.com. Did you know, as of three years ago, three years ago there were 11 million Halo books out there. Sure, Halo is a video game franchise, but it makes for good reading too. More than 11 million copies of Halo books, comics, and strategy guides have been sold worldwide. It would be crazy to know the number now here in April of 2022, but it is no secret that Halo is huge everywhere across many parts of media. Thank you all for listening to the 150th episode of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in and around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I did carve out some time to start LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. I have not played a LEGO game since the original PS2 and Xbox with the original trilogy, LEGO Star Wars. So I played about an hour, and I'm really enjoying it so far. Currently in a big Star Wars kick, I'm going back through Clone Wars, then Rebels, so this is a perfect marriage of everything I like right now. And as a final little tidbit if for people who have stayed through the end of the show, since it's the 150th episode, let's do something special that maybe I should have done for some of the other special episode milestones. For the first person I don't know who reaches out on Twitter and tweets at the Xbox and 10 podcast, you will receive a $25 Microsoft Xbox gift card from me personally. Cheers to you and thank you for your support. My name is Brandon Rose. You can follow me on Xbox at Barosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.